Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Stereo Podcast. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in, IamRappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit, rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track, because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert, Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions, toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I Am Rappaport, the show never stops. You might catch him out in public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. I am. Podcast. All right. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Hola. Happy Cinco de Mayo from me, the gringo mandingo, to you, the people listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the gringo mandingo, a.k.a. White Mike, a.k.a. Bird. Uh, I'm in here with uh, the co-host, the 2015-2016 back-to-back co-host of the year of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Uh, he goes by the name of Always Ready, G. Monetti. Yes, yes, that is me. Or the ever-popular uh, G. Moody, uh, last name rhymes with duty. <laughs> That's declining. Nah, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's <laughs> we'll see. You're, you're, you're trying to do these little polls on, oh, I like G. Moody. You, you always had it out for G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty. Yeah. This isn't the third grade. Nobody's teasing you. We're embracing it, the fact. We're embracing the fact that your last name rhymes with duty. There's no judgment here. Yeah, I see that. But Monetti is making a comeback. The fans want it. I like it. We'll see what happens. 
Well, we'll let them. Uh, let them we'll decide. let them decide what they want. Inevitably, I don't think there's anything wrong with having two nicknames. Um, you are the 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year. Uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't have multiple nicknames. Um, I'm just focusing right now on this podcast. Again, happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, happy Cinco de Mayo. Uh, next week, we will be in San Francisco. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast World Tour continues. Shit's real. May 9th in San Francisco with the after party. Shit's going to be popping. Yeah. At the chapel in San Fran. For sure. Seattle. Thursday, May 11th. I'm announcing right now. I am announcing right now that in Seattle on May 11th, the Rain Man himself, Sean Kemp, will be joining us May 11th in Seattle. Yeah. One of the most iconic basketball players of the 90s. I went to camp with him when I was 16, 17. Haven't seen him in a while. Cannot wait to see him up in Seattle. And then Saturday night for the first ever I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast appearance in Vancouver, May 13th, and Monday night, May 15th in L.A. at the world-famous El Rey Theater. Shit is going down. Yes. If you want to buy tickets, they are available at IamRappaportTour.com. I'm going to be totally honest with you. San Francisco's almost sold out. There's tickets available in Seattle. And in Vancouver. But Tuesday night, May 9th, the young shooter is joining us in San Francisco. DJ Plattern, DJ Sharp for the after party. All funk, all soul, all hip-hop, all night. It's going to be dope. And we're doing the damn thing, man. Yeah, I'm pumped for this shit, G. Monetti. Me too, man. Back on the road. I like it. I like it. Yeah, um... <clears throat> I'm excited about it myself, man. I can't, yo, Sean Kemp is going to be rocking with us, man. It's playoff time. Sean Kemp, yo, I haven't heard from him in a while. He doesn't do interviews. But, of course, if you want to feel at home, if you want to be treated with respect, if you want to talk about your life, love, career, you come to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. And my man, Sean Kemp, a.k.a. the Rain Man, is going to be rocking with us in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good show. That's right. We're going to be giving out some... Um, Sick fucks of the half year so far awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be uh, heading towards June. Five months in so far. So many sick fucks. <laughs> Amongst other things, it's just going to be a great show. We bring the noise when we do the live shows. We're there for the people. We're doing meet and greets for each and every one of you. Yes. No charge. We're doing it because we love to do it. That is correct, my friend. So, G. Moody. Yo. They had the Met Gala the other night in New York. No invite again. Ain't that a bitch. Those motherfuckers. You know, it creeped up on me because we talked about this. It might have been a year or two ago. And we said we were not going to let another Met Gala, Met Gala pass without going. And then the fucking, I, I, I just wasn't prepared. Now, I understand why I'm not first and foremost on their list of people they want to come to the Met Gala. I get that. Right. But. If I just put it out there like a fishing line, I know I could get an invite to the Met Gala. When I walk the red carpet, will anybody take a picture? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? But the plan is and always will be to show up in the Met Gala dressed appropriately and then leave the Met Gala in a pair of New Balance, a pair of jeans, and a crispy 
Buttersoft I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt. I will leave my suit behind and I will walk out of there in an I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt. If somebody could give me like a four-month out on when the Met Gala is next year, start preparing me, I will, I will put out all my feelers. I use every ounce of power and every connection I have to get invited to the Met Gala. I can make it happen. I want to see, man. I might even just go. I might even just go as a photographer. Who the fuck really wants to go? You just want to go and look at the freaks coming in there. Yeah, yeah. I see Tom. Uh, Tom Brady came up in there. He's looking. He's looking good. Still, still got a little stain from from all that cheating, but he was looking good. Yeah, the Botox. The Botox is doing him well. Yeah, he looks good. M- M- Madonna uh, still thinks it's the eighties. With 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 the, you're bugging Madonna like you you're, you're not the queen anymore. <laughs> well, they what she was wearing some wild shit. She just her behavior. She's just flumping around, and you know I'm the queen. I'm the queen. Let, let us tell you that we know you're dope. Take the gold teeth out of your mouth. You look ridiculous. Mm. You look fucking ridiculous. Of course, the Kardashians showed up. All seventy six of them. Kim Kardashian, although she was robbed at gunpoint and and went on, you know, a whole. Um, publicity tour to, to, to announce how she wasn't going to do publicity anymore, which is uh, weird in itself. She she went on a publicity tour and said, I'm just going to, you know, be low-key and, you know, I'm not going to wear any jewelry and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. And she went on, instead of just doing it, she had to announce it. <laughs> and then And then she tweets and Snapchats how that night, She's going to be at the Met Gala. Didn't you just get fucking robbed at gunpoint? Word. You want to tell everybody where you're going to be? And you just told Ellen last week, I'm just going to stay at home and I got just, I'm like a regular girl. And mm-hmm. No, you're fucking not. Yeah. She's just going to stay home and make some grits and I'm just going to chill. Solange, Beyonce Knowles' sister, who, remember three or four years ago at the Met Gala, that's where she... uh. She 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 tried to go hard body karate on, on, on Hove in the um elevator. Remember that? Oh, that was at the Met? That was at the Met Gala. Shit gets real at the Met Gala. Man, that was a physical abuse. That was attack. She attacked. Yeah, she my... went after Hove. Yeah, they should have put her in jail for that. Huh. She showed up in a uh some sort of um I think the North Face. North Face sponsored her outfit. She had a fucking sleeping bag gown on. She looked <laughs> ridiculous. No, that was that LL Bean shit. No, I, I I think she was originally in business with LL Bean, and then they couldn't get together first, so she went to North Face. <laughs> the bubble goose shit. Yeah, she had a full bubble goose gown on. <laughs> Timberland boots and army suits. Um, Will Smith's son. He, he, he needs to get a hold of himself. This is a kid. I know that. He showed up there with his recently cut dreadlocks off. He was carrying them instead of carrying a, a handbag. Uh, well, what can you say? You can't say shit about that. He's a young guy. What can you say? We can't, we can't fuck with the, the youngsters. Just say he's wild. No, I can. He looks <laughs> like a fucking nut job is what he did. <laughs> Okay, you're you're not artsy, you're not Basquiat, you don't paint shit, you don't create shit. You happen to have two wildly successful great parents. 
keep it all in perspective, Duke. You're not the new Basquiat. Yeah, you maybe. look crazy on the yard. <laughs> maybe he could paint some shit. You don't know. He ain't paint jack yeah. shit, man. <laughs> Yo, you, painting and all that stuff comes with pain, struggle, time, and effort. Right. Okay? Not to say that famous people can't have, you know, famous, talented kids, but he wouldn't be at the Met Gala if he was really on that Basquiat shit. <laughs> Remember last year, o- Odell Beckham came up. He, he won a top, top five dressed people there. I think Katy Perry beat him out. And that was where the whole Lena Dunham thing happened. Remember, she was like, she she was offended that he didn't he didn't try to holler at her. Yeah, um, and he he won best dress. It seems like whoever got the weirdest shit, like the the most outlandish shit, you win the award. But it's well, not I'm not a- saying I'm not saying he actually did or didn't because, as you know, with the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, we don't fact check. But uh, I, I think I heard that he won right. top five best dress behind Beyonce and Katy Perry which is a first for a football player. Ronnie Lott, apparently, when he heard about this, needed to be resuscitated. (laughs) He was all fucked up on the yard. Yeah. Um, And and they were just out there looking. I mean, every year they take it to a a, a new level. I want to see somebody's going to come out there naked. Watch. They're damn near naked now. Somebody's going to take the balls. It's going to be one of those Lena Dunham-type chicks. Somebody you don't want to see naked is going to do it. <clears throat> well, that could be you. You might be out there next year, butt ass. Who? You. Wouldn't you, you show up like you, you're up there at Gun Hill Road, butt ass? Nah, that, you're too good to bring it to uh, the Met Gala? That's the old days, man. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I got, I got drawers <laughs> on now, B. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Understandable, understandable. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is mainstream. Um, so in the last 24 hours, Lonzo Ball released his first ever sneaker. Lonzo Ball, uh, uh, some of you may not know who he is, um, is a is a college basketball player who's never played in the NBA, whose father, LeVar Ball, is as well-known as him. Yeah. He tried to get a contract last week for his kids to partner with Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And they all said, get the fuck out of here. They want no pieces of him. He's obnoxious. He's um, presumptuous. And and it's not happening. He, he said that he wants to create a sneaker company. He wants it to be revolutionary like Uber. Me and G have talked about this off air. I said that Uber was, was, was not revolutionary because it partnered with anybody. Uber was revolutionary because it said, fuck the cab companies. A guy came up with the idea to create a whole new way to get driven around. He raised capital on his own and created Uber. That's revolutionary. Asking to be a partner to Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, when your son hasn't done shit, is just piggybacking on the next man. G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty. We've been going back and forth about this on text. What do you have to say for yourself? I say the only thing that this guy did wrong was he didn't let the kids establish themselves in the league to where they could see the potential for them to be stars so then they could go to the companies as that. Like, you know... They've done this already. That's the only problem with it. Him, him expecting that right out of the gate. But it's not. 
it's not unreasonable that the to to do what he's trying, what he's attempting to do. He just doesn't have uh, them establishing themselves, and no one's going to do that. So he's just going to have to wait and 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 see what happens. And if they do well, then yo, he 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 can come to them like yo, or they might come to him and say yo, we're looking to do that right now, like. Yo, they're not partner. They're not partnering with Levar Ball. You don't and, know and, that. And the big baller Brown. They don't partner with LeBron James. They don't partner with Steph Curry. They don't partner with Kevin Durant. Well, LeBron Michael James. Jordan doesn't own the the the, the, no. the Air Jordan logo as he shouldn't. Well, somebody, uh, an artist created that who was who was assigned to create it, who was hired to to do it by Nike. Uh, now, obviously, Jordan Jordan is is iconic. Kobe doesn't own. His his Nike shit. He gets paid. He has a piece. Blah blah. He's not no partner at Nike. You you you. I think you're missing what this dude is saying. Listen, I have my brand. What if Michael Jordan had his brand already? He's like, I have something, and I'd like to. I don't want the sponsorship. I'd like to partner where you could license and build my brand and help me. Just like you know that that's what he's trying to do. He if if LeBron if LeBron had his own brand outside of Nike and he came to them that would be something totally different that's what I'm saying it's like he didn't have that it's not like LeBron's trying to make Nike or demand something but if LeBron had his own brand and his own shoe prior yo then he could you could do that you could you could attempt that so this guy's a little different he's trying to say listen I have my brand already let's partner where you could build, we both could build it. These are, you know, the, the kids in the NBA. It's not going to work. Well, without, it's not going to work without being established. Need, they don't need LeBron. They don't need Jordan. They don't need the fucking big baller brand either. Because the big baller brand, I've talked about it enough. Shit's whack. Uh, Lonzo Ball, at his best, at his best would be Jason Kidd. And Jason Kidd wasn't a big sneaker um, uh, guy because... His game didn't use, you know, you have to be like that special sort of dude. Right. Even Shaquille and in, in his prime, 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 people weren't buying Shaq sneakers because he's so big. He's so one of a kind. That being said, the big baller brand released <laughs> the first pair of sneakers, which are just basically skips. That's what we call them. Because <laughs> if you're not Nike, Reebok, or now Under Armour, or even Adidas, it's skips. Nobody wants to wear your shit. Yeah. They're targets. They're Buster Browns. It's too high. Generically, we, we call them skips. They're just ripoffs of every other sneaker. The shoe looks, it looks, I call them the duct tape ones. They look like that, that <laughs> like, you know, duct tape? Right. <laughs> I call them the duct tape ones. Michael Jordan has the Air Jordan. Lonzo Ball has the, the grounded. Right. Grounded, 2017, Grounded for Life's. Um, nobody's buying these shits. They have the balls. He has to wear the them now. fucking balls to put them out. His first sneaker, this guy's never played. LeVar Ball is an, a dislikable figure. To put his first sneaker, which is a bite of every single other sneaker out there, it's a bite of, 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 of Nike's Under Armour, to release your first sneaker for 495 fucking dollars? The fuck out of here, man! <laughs> Yo, these dudes are these people are crazy. Yo. 
You're releasing these bum-ass sneakers for $495 with a pair of $220 flip-flops? He's banking. That's $250 per point he averaged in college. Ain't nobody buying them shits. Yo, he he's banking on them kids to do well, man. He's really banking because right now, nobody's buying that at that price point. So he's just hoping these motherfuckers do like some Michael George shit. It's, it's kind of bad. That's a lot of pressure, He's man. bugging. 490. Yeah. You could get Kobe's, LeBron's, yeah. Jordan's. You could get rare Jordan's. Right. Like those vintage Jordan's and, for 400, $495 for a pair of duct tape. What? Lonzo Bowles. Get the fuck out of here, man. You got to be. Yo. This dude's good. nuts, man. Yeah. What? 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 And the son, I feel bad for the son because he participated in it. Yeah, this fucked up. What would what would make a person? What would entice someone to buy a shoe? Yo, that would you know? It's not like yo, these are LeBrons. These are yo. You, you, the only guys that's gonna have them on is his sons. And you and you got to do mad work. You got to <laughs> yo. Them shits look like straight. They call they call them the shoe polishes. Them shits look like they should call them shits blackface. They are jet black. They them sneakers are garbage looking, yeah. man. I I don't know. That, I I don't have words for that. Five, I never you heard saw of the kicks, right? Yeah, five hundred dollars sneaker. And and um, Jordans and them shits ain't ain't at that price point. Damn. Yeah, he's bugging. Yeah. Um, in Boston the other day. We got to talk about this. Adam Jones, baseball player for the Orioles. You know, we, we don't play, uh, we don't follow baseball too much. Uh, Baltimore Orioles, Boston Red Sox, you know, they have, a, they have their rivalry. It's gone on for years. Um, Adam Jones talked about a, a fan throwing peanuts at him and then being called the N-word while he was in left field. This is in Boston. Of course. Shocker. This happened in Boston. Yeah. And, and then now they're trying to figure out what to do and how to deal with it. And, and I have a suggestion to Major League Baseball and to sports in general. If you say things beyond you suck, because all athletes will say, you could say all that. You suck. Team sucks. You could even say your mom sucks. You, you could do all this. But when you go into a different stratosphere and you start calling people the N-word and going, going far and beyond... What, what I suggest is this, G. Moody, and, and you tell me if you think this will work. The crowd around them should point out the person. The game should stop. They should be uh, escorted onto the field with a camera in their face. They should have a microphone and say, what is your name? My name is Joe Schmo. Oh, where do you live, Joe Schmo? I live on so-and-so, so-and-so street. They put his name and his identity on the field. And then the police come out. And they, they let them fight, do what they want to do for a minute. So Adam Jones, could he could either hug him, he could, he could pray for him, or he could beat his ass for a minute. And then you're not escorted out of, the, of the, the, the game. You go back to your seat. The whole world gets to see what kind of a fuck you are. Yeah. This will never happen again. This is no... Sadly, this is no surprise to, to black people, man. And C.C. Sabathia said it. He said, you know, everybody knows to expect it over there, man. That, that's how they get down. 
And you know what I'm saying? These, these to me, these are the same, these people are the descendants of the same people who would bring their children to see human beings hung and take a piece of their charred ears home as a memento. That this behavior is just toned down. It's, it's all over. They do this shit, man. These guys, something wrong with them people, man. It's like sick, man. When, when you're raised in that atmosphere, it's hard to look at other people as, as human beings. Like, you, you look down on them. You, you're raised in that, you know? So that's why he's out there doing that. that, that's, that yo, that's some sick shit, man. Still. Yeah, it's some sick shit. And, and you know, it's crazy. It's like, of course, obviously, the, the, the irony and the sickness of it is, is Boston has its own black players, and they wouldn't call them that. Right. But they call the opposing team that, and they really think that. But but if they play for the Red Sox, then they're 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 not that. It, right. It's it's like that brilliant scene and do the right thing with with Spike Lee and John Turturro. Yeah. Some dumb shit, man. Yep. Yep. Um. But I want to I want to segue into that into the sick fuck of the week. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. Could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What sick fuck? The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did what? No. 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 Yes. That is the sick fuck of the week theme. That is an award that is earned, not given. It is an award that is earned, not given. And, and it has to do with this incident in Boston because, Kurt Schilling, mm. you are now the sick fuck of the week. What happened? Kurt Schilling, former Red Sox player, former ESPN employee, former, you know, baseball tonight, you know, baseball hero, who's, who's, who's revealed himself as an unhinged racist fuck. Oh. Trump-loving fuck. You're the sick fuck of the week because he said that he thinks Adam Jones is full of shit. He doesn't think this actually happened. Oh, man. Damn. Just dissing him. Dissing his experience. Come on, you know what time it is, Schilling. You know what, what's up there. You know how they the get down. The reason why Kurt Schilling doesn't think it happened is because he doesn't want to get pointed out as the person who actually called Adam Jones the N-word. <laughs> you did it, Kurt Schilling, you fuck. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. Um, I'm going to take this into the next sick fuck of the week. Again, this is an award that is earned, not given. This is an award that is earned, not given. The next sick fuck of the week is a, a man in Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Jackson County, Oregon. 27-year-old man was arrested and accused of sexually assaulting a chicken, public indecency and menacing disorderly conduct, all at the expense of a chicken. Mm. He was trying to arouse and gratify the chicken Yo, you so you so, yo, my man, yo. I don't know. What you you trying to fuck a chicken? Like I, I don't even know where to start with. How you gonna try to fuck a chicken? Yo, uh, yo, I don't know what to say. We've said it all. We're gonna start. We're gonna have to start uh, omitting these things, man, because it's getting redundant now. An, an, an animal. But, but how is it that every week an I don't animal. look for these things? 
The I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast fans, they're better known as the Rapper Pack. They're now sending us sick fucks of the week. Yeah. We've had people that had sex with dogs. We had a guy that had tried to, 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 to have sex with a pit bull and got his, his dick cut off. We've had people that had sex with uh, goats, dolphins, and now a chicken. Mm. It's that bad out here, bro. Now. Get on Tinder. You're trying to find a chick or something like that, a girl or something like that, Duke. <laughs> we, need to get, we need to get money with the young shooter. And, and, and they, they could try to, like, find some, some, some females or something like that because you can't be out here trying to sexually assault a chicken. Yeah. The uh, third sick fuck of the week, and I, it sounds like, do you have a sick fuck, G? No, no, go ahead. I want to hear it. I don't have it. Oh, okay. The third sick fuck of the week is a, uh, an Argentinian gentleman named Luis Padron. Mm-hmm. He's considering himself... Trans species. This dumb fuck spent $25,000 to get his hair removed, his skin bleached, get some like elf ears put on his shit. Mm. Try to take all the melanin out of his skin so he's like, like, you know, like white, like, you know, like wall white. Nose job. Got his jaw done. Because he says he's trans species. No, I say you're the sick fuck of the week. Yeah. See, you, you're saying you're trans species, and I'm saying, no, you're actually just the sick fuck of the week. Yo, I want to give a shout-out to my man Kenny Anderson. His movie is opening in New York City. He's got a documentary about his life. Iconic player. He's had a rough road since he left the NBA. Kenny was... He's like the Bobby Fischer of basketball in New York. Like, you know, like he was like a prodigy, literally like a prodigy. Like, you knew Kenny Anderson was going to play in the NBA. Me and Gerald played with him, played against him our whole life. He was, like, known since he was 12. Grew up, had a very good NBA career, but never really reached, you know, like that stratosphere that we thought. he. You know, I think he had problems with alcohol, money, girls, chicks. And um, I saw this documentary. His nickname was Mr. Chibs in New York. It wasn't really his nickname in the pros, but if you knew him in New York, you knew they called him Chibs. And the name of the film is Mr. Chibs, and it opens in New York City at the IFC Center, which is right there on 6th Avenue, right across from the West 4th Street basketball courts. And it starts Friday, um, Cinco de Mayo. So if you're in New York City, you love ball, you love New York shit, go to see my man's film. It's really good. He's very open, very honest about his life. The good, the bad, the ugly. Flaws and all. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to having Kenny A on the podcast. I've known this dude since I'm 12 years old. And, you know, and he's just a good dude, you know. Yeah, kind yeah. of dude, never hurt nobody. Probably only hurt himself. Um, and, uh, it, you know, I really can't wait for people to see to see this film, Mr. Chibs. Yeah. Um, speaking of New York City street uh, ball basketball player, I don't say street ball, basketball icons, James Fly Williams from Brownsville, Brooklyn. I mean, he doesn't get any more iconic as far as like basketball players in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. A dude that was like, you know, mystical in New York City, had all the talent, um, all the opportunities, but just could never put it together. Apparently, Fly was arrested in New York and Brooklyn, and uh, hopefully, you know, he gets out of this. 
uh, um, and, uh, you know, can get it together. Because this is a guy, you know, just had a rough life, man. You, you, you seen Fly playing growing up, right, G? Yeah, yeah. All the time, man. Howard Park. Just, you know, ran, had a couple of run-ins with the law. Just, you know, bad breaks and stuff. So he got arrested for some some uh, seemingly really big stuff in the papers. So hope, hope, hope it ain't true. Just got to wait for the facts to come out. Yeah, he struggled with, you know, drug abuse his whole life. You know, yeah. so, you know, this is a this is a dude who wouldn't hurt a fly. Never hurt a fly. Just Good dude. Good dude, man. We've known him, like, I've known him... T- 12, 13 years old, always cool with me. Seen him out there playing, boy. He's had crazy fucking life. Um, What else is popping, Mr. Moody? You see, uh, you know, Delta Airlines having a lot of beef now. A lot of airlines having a lot of beef. And one particular airline, the pilots are now smacking fire out these passengers now. They got one on (sighs) tape. They got one on tape where it was some beef in the, 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 you know, in the, the walkway. And he just came and just smacked one of them. Huh. It's, it, now it's getting out of hand. Now they stepping out of the cockpit to really sh- fly heads and shit. <laughs> Yo, it, you know what's crazy? I'm not saying that we called it. But once we said that if you're on a short flight, it's every man for himself. It seems like all hell has broken loose on the airlines. Yeah, we called it. Uh, we told you. Bri- Yo, when you go on there, it's every man for himself. The friendly skies? No. It's not the friendly skies anymore, G. No. What, what is it? It's the mean skies. It's the we don't give a fuck about you skies. Yeah. Hey, the pilots is fucking up the passengers. Now it's now it's getting out of hand, man. Yo, did you see the the the, the videotape of the two passengers literally having a straight up fist fight? When yo. The, I mean that yo, they were fighting. They were going at it. They were like, yo, they were going toe-to-toe on some, yo. like, Rocky yeah. Three shit. And then Money left the plane, and then he came back for more. And then the <laughs> dude who was waiting there, he finally caught him with the jab. Like, he just blopped, caught him lovely. Yeah. Yo, that's for, that's for not giving meals. That's for not being courteous as stewardesses. That's what's going to happen. Motherfuckers is boiled up. They're pressure point, and y'all not giving no... No, no, nothing. No snacks, none of that. So it's going to be a lot of beef up there. I agree, man. They they make it such an unpleasant experience. They treat you like shit. The airports are crowded. They're overbooked. TSA is on some bullshit. Yep, yep. I I I, I had a, a flight the other day. I flew from New York. These two girls at the TSA at JFK. I was going to report them. Swear to God, they were acting like they were at McDonald's, yo. The TSA goes, she was like, girl, you heard, you, you know he called me last night? I was like, am, am I at fucking Burger King or am I in a fucking TSA? How do you know I don't have a fucking bomb in my bag? Yeah. I literally heard her say, girl, you know he called me last night? <laughs> yeah. You don't got to be no specialist to be a TSA agent. All you got to do is what? Tell motherfuckers where to go? <laughs> Barely. Barely. They're in there yeah. talking about, like, who called you and who didn't call you. Yo, they need to pay these people a little bit more, train these people, yeah. or get military in there to do that shit. Yeah. You could have got some shit through. Yo, it's going to be tough on the road. The one thing I'm not looking forward to is going into hotels that don't have Casper mattresses because I love my Casper mattress. It's the favorite. It's my favorite mattress I've ever had. 
Casper has over 20,000 reviews with an average of 4.8 stars, and it's quickly becoming the Internet's favorite mattress also. Casper offers an 100-night trial guarantee, which means you can live on the mattress, sleep on the mattress, skeet on the mattress for 100 nights, and if you're not happy with it, which won't happen, you can return the mattress for free. They have all sizes, twin all the way up to the Cal King, which is what me, the Gringo Mandingo, sleeps on. Go to Casper.com slash Rappaport. You'll get $50 off your next purchase, and you'll be a hero to you, your family, and everyone else that joins you for a good night's sleep. That's Casper.com slash Rappaport. They have mattresses. They have sheets. They have pillows. They even have doggy mattresses. Casper is a proud sponsor of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Get your Casper goods today at Casper.com slash Rappaport. Save 50 bucks. Gamertag Radio is headed to E3 2017. E3 is one of the biggest events for Gamertag Radio, and you don't want to miss this. Join host Danny Pena, Paris Lilly, and Peter Toledo direct from the convention center floor. What are the plans for Microsoft? We're going to see more new titles from Sony PlayStation. And how about Nintendo? Interviews, roundtable discussion, previews, hand-on impressions, and more. E3 2017 coverage on Gamertag Radio. June 11th through the 15th. Gamertagradio.com or play.it forward slash Gamertag. I was in Vegas last week. Yeah. The shithole of all shitholes. Yo, I I, I walk around Vegas. I'm just trying not to catch anything. It's a piss pot. Mm. Um, I I had to go take a walk to get out of the casino uh, hotel I was in. Mr. Mm. Morris... Uh, he he was down there in Vegas with us uh, for the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Mr. Morris is the Minister of Defense. Shout out oh. to the entire Rapper Pack, my man in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Rapper Pack all over the country. Yes. I'm going to forget names. Don't take it personal. Oh, y'all. There is no fact-checking. We have no list. The entire Rapper Pack. Oh, y'all. Every single one of you. But Mr. Morris can attest, when I'm in Vegas, I wear a nose strip to help me breathe because my shit's all congested. I had to leave the hotel that I was at to go for a walk. I don't know what it's called, but you walk by like the Statue of Liberty like thing out there. And, and people are like, oh, that's the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, gee, you dumb fuck. That's not the fucking Statue of Liberty, you white trash cocksucker. Go back to Finland, you dumb fuck. You're in Vegas, asshole. The Statue of Liberty's 200 fucking feet in the air. That fucking piece of shit is 25 feet high. You cocksucker. And then they're like, oh, look, this is the Eiffel Tower. No, it's not, you dumb fuck. You're in Vegas. Oh, oh, my God. Why do people go to Vegas? It's a fucking hellhole. It's the devil's playground. There's nothing family friendly. I was walking around the hotel with Miles Davis, producer of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. There was a lady. This is shit. 11 in the morning, laid out with her skirt above her neck. Thong. Sprawled out on the floor. Nobody's helping her. I'm like, like, what the fuck is going on? Where is this? And there's people spending money, buying things, all walking around like nothing. Yeah, they all bl- they all <clears throat> blind on that room. 
you, you, you wish they were just drinking rum. They'd be lucky just to be drinking rum. Yo. I was down there for the big three basketball tournament. Ice Cube created it. They had the combine and the draft. The big three is a tournament, professional basketball tournament. It's going down this summer. Chauncey Billups, my man Kenyon Martin, Steven Jackson, White Chocolate, Mike Bibby. Coaches are Charles Oakley, Dr. J, George Gervin, Rick Barry, to name a few. It's going to be on Fox Sports every Monday all summer. And yours truly is the roving reporter. And I'm going to tell you something right now. If you're worried about this shit being like some charity event, no disrespect to charity events, or some Harlem Globetrotter shit, absolutely no disrespect to the Harlem Globetrotters, think again. These dudes are about it, about it. They were going at it. Nobody's not in shape. It's three-on-three. Three. It's hard-nosed basketball. I got to chill and hang out with Dr. fucking Jay. I was bugging. Finally mm. met White Chocolate, Jason Williams. Hanging out with Iceman, Rick Barry. Mm. They, had a, they had a game. They had a three-on-three, three, like, like a, like a warm-up game. This is how intense the games were. Steven Jackson almost got into a fight. Charles Oakley was the peacemaker. Charles Oakley had to break up a fight during a practice game for the big three. Ice Cube was down there. I can't wait for it to start. It's a tour. It's going all all summer. I'm going to be all over the country all summer. It's airing first June 26th on Fox Sports 1 Monday night basketball. The first games are June 25th in Brooklyn. Barclays. I know you're going to be rocking with me, Moody. Oh, you know that, bro. You know that. Oh, check this out. Remember, uh, did you see about this uh, Ja Rule had a weekend getaway? The Fry Festival was billed as the cultural experience of the decade where the well-heeled hipsters were supposed to enjoy a lavish weekend on an ultra-private island in the Bahamas with models and cuisine. Do you know what it turned turned into? What? The Rwandan Summer Jam. <laughs> they were met with, uh, it was just gravel, dirt. Uh, the tents that were supposed to be so lovely turned out to be blown over by the wind and everything was soaked. They threw their fucking food. They were eating cheese sandwiches. Sounds like a big ripoff to me. What do you think? Oh, they're in deep shit. Everybody that had anything to do with this is in deep shit. Yeah. Deep, deep, deep shit. Yeah. Motherfuckers was, are getting sued. This is this going to be a big problem. Yeah. That was terrible. This is going to be a big problem. The, the Rwanda Summer Jam. Summer Jam. <laughs> the Rwanda Summer Jam. See, this is why G. Moody, I, I hate to toot your horn. I know you're a shy, low-key guy. Your nephew once uh, nicknamed you uh, Fun Loving. Right. You don't do it for the money. You do it for the honey. This is why you won back-to-back Podcast co-host of the years. The Rwandan Summer Jam. Rwandan Summer Jam. <laughs> Yo, check this out, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember we was talking about those jeans, how they're dirty and shit like this. And I'm like, yo, we, we, me and you have been phased out of the market, right? There, there's, there's, yeah. no, there's no jeans for guys who are not trying to fucking suffocate themselves. It's 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 over. Yo, we 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 need something because I'm not wearing no skinny jeans. 
Yeah. Look fucking, I look bad enough in regular jeans. I need I went, all the help I could get. I, I, I went to uh, one of these stores. I ransacked the dressing room trying to get them jeans on, man. I don't know how these guys do it. Because <laughs> that's all they have yeah, you now. can hurt yourself. Man. You yeah. fall down when you get them. You need like... You know how when you put on like boots, like I had to put on cowboy boots for a movie. You need like 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 the the strap to pull them shits up. That's the same thing with those jeans. Yeah, it's NBA playoff time. The shit is getting real. Four teams in the East, four teams in the West: Washington and Boston, Toronto and Cleveland. Toronto, you should be ashamed of yourself. Golden State and Utah, Houston and San Antonio. Right. All sorts of skinny genification shit going on. The first ever skinny genification moment by a coach. Ty Lu, you fuck you. He said the other day that the Cleveland Cavaliers were the hardest team in sports to coach. Really? <laughs> you motherfucker? Wait till the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have LeBron and see how hard that yeah, is. Yeah. Come coach the New York Jets, you fuck. Do you think the Cleveland Cavaliers are a hard team to coach? Yeah, come come coach the Jets. <laughs> come coach the, 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 the New York Jets. Or why don't you come down to New York and coach the New York Knicks? Or why don't you go to a team that doesn't have LeBron James, yeah. Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love? Yeah, he's complaining. Ty Lue. He's you- like, oh, you know, there's so much scrutiny over if we win, they complain if they lose. Big fucking deal. Yeah. That's the hardest job in sports. You got this job handed to you, man. Yeah. Don't Le- complain about shit. There's so much scrutiny on it. Wait till LeBron James leaves. Yo, they're saying, oh, this guy's so great. He outcoached Steve Kerr last year in the finals. He can't be judged until LeBron is gone. Yeah. Shit, I, I'd lock my contract up with LeBron. I'd be like, I'll coach this shit and put in a contract. When he leave, I'm leaving too. He's that and don't good. coach ever again because nah, then you're going to see what that. coaching is really like. Nah. There's, there has to be another LeBron come along for me to get back into coach. Yeah. And by the time that happens, Ty Lue's going to wind up shit. He'll be 96. I also found out that Ty Lue, and I know LeBron had something to do with this. And I'm glad KG said no. But Kevin Garnett was approached by the Cavaliers and Tyron Lue to ring chase. They tried yeah. to get him on the team when, when, when um, what's his name, went down. Uh, Bogut went down. Yeah. They called up the retired Kevin Garnett and asked him to play with them the rest of the season. And thankfully, Kevin Garnett said, fuck you. I'm paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. He didn't actually say fuck you, but the intention was fuck you. And I'm glad he said no. He could have easily jumped on the bandwagon, gotten in shape, and been ready to, you know, give like 12 minutes, 14 minutes a game during the playoffs, give that intensity, give all that KG shit, but he said no. And I'm glad he said no. Oh, he didn't want that chip. He don't need that chip. He got yeah. that chip in Boston. He got he don't one. Fucking, he don't, he don't want to come out of retirement. He got one. He got one in 20 years. Come on, man. LeBron was like, yo. Get to come out and get this next one with me, man. One nah, he said, I'm, he said, I'm good. I'm done. You're crazy, too. <laughs> He's speaking of crazy. Dante Jones, who was cut, signed, cut, signed by the, by, by the Cavaliers all season. If he's not 51-50, he's definitely not the sharpest knife in the drawer. 
<laughs> his base salary is $5,767. $5,767. He's incurred $6,000 in fines. <laughs> Who are you trying to impress, Duke? You, 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 but yo, this guy the other day, they were winning by 20-something points. He made a play and then started talking shit to a player on Toronto and then got thrown out of the game. And now he's being fined more than he's actually making. And then big, big bro Braun was like, I'm going to take care of those fines for you. But when it happened, you were looking at him like he was a fucking idiot on the court. Tape don't lie. Right. Markeith Morris of the Washington Wizards. Hold your head, Duke. Markeith Morris of the uh, Morris Twins, the twins that used to play together in Phoenix who shared a bank account, had the same tattoos, and loved twinning. They, they loved the whole twinning culture. He's talking shit. The entire series between Boston and Washington to Isaiah Thomas, who's 5'9". Markeith Morris is getting his ass cracked. Play after play, switch after switch on a pick and roll by Isaiah Thomas, who's 5'9". Markeith Morris is 246.9. He got him doing yo-yo shit, merry-go-round shit, cracking his ass. And you got the nerve to talk shit like you're going to do. You're not doing nothing, Markeith Morris. Yeah, nothing. You're not doing anything on the court, and you're not actually doing nothing. What are you going to You're going to put them paws on little Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. It's your, the intimidation that you're trying isn't working. This is a tough guy. It's all about heart. He's the best player on the floor, and he's 5'7", so he has immense heart. These guys, I mean, he got to the league, man. This ain't no cupcake dude, man. And he busting your, he, he, he busting this guy's ass. Twin, come get your twin. He's out there looking crazy on the yard. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks fans who finally got their asses cracked by Toronto, I was rooting for Milwaukee to win that series in the first round. This is one of the dumbest shits I've ever seen. Dur- during the game, game six of that series, it was a very competitive game. The Milwaukee Buck fans were playing the Toronto Raptors in Milwaukee. And these assholes started cheering USA, USA, like it was the gold medal game between the Russians and the United States in Winter Olympic hockey. You dumb fucks. It ain't the World Cup. This ain't the Olympics. It ain't the triathlon. It's an NBA basketball game. You're screaming, USA? USA? <laughs> All right, yo. We're going to be on tour. San Francisco, Tuesday, May 9th. Seattle, May 11th, with Sean Kemp, the Rain Man. It's going to be a fantastic episode. We're going to get down. We're going to have fun. Talk shit. And then we're going to interview Sean Kemp live in Seattle Saturday, May 13th in Vancouver. And Monday, May 15th at the El Rey in L.A., California. I am RappaportTour.com. All tickets are available. We finally reached over 1,000 five-star reviews on yeah. iTunes. Thank you to everybody who rated and reviewed us. I- iTunes doesn't show us the love we deserve. If you see a friend's phone or computer, make sure they subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to your friend's shit. Be a, be a friend. Friends don't let friends not listen to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Butter Soft t-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash Iron Rapport. We out. Peace.